If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Finally, a kid's movie that proves the age-old adage that a kid's best friend is a seven-foot-tall, scary-ass-looking Scottish bear that makes other kids piss their pants. We saw Gooby, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Paul Shear, joined as always by Jason Manzukas. How are you, Jason? Oh, I'm terrific, Paul. How are you? <laughs> very good. And June Diane Raphael, how are you, June? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Very good. We have a very special guest today. Today, uh, from the uh, the hit TV show, Nathan, for you. Please welcome Nathan Fielder. Give it up for Nathan. Welcome, Nathan. Woo! <laughs> Thanks for having me. And your show comes <laughs> back on June 24th. If you've not seen the show, put oh, your DVRs. So it's amazing. It's so funny. June 24th. Set those DVRs now. But, now, but we will wait. So please go to you. We'll yeah, we'll go. wait. We'll give you like what? Like three like, minutes? Uh, yeah, like I was going to say like two, two and a half minutes. Yeah, I'll give you three. <laughs> okay, just in case you're powering up. <laughs> um... This movie, Gooby, holy moly, um, people I, have talked about this movie. <laughs> really? I, I've never, I've heard, never of this. heard of it. I've heard about it through people who like bad movies about it. Have yeah. you seen Gooby? And so it's been on my radar. I had a question just straight out of the gate. I didn't do any research on this film. And at a certain point, I started to feel as though this might have been a film made for kids dealing with mental illness. Well, I wrote Is that, that at mental all illness. mental illness, like like <laughs> as if to say, like here's a movie, here's one for you guys. Like you're dealing with a lot. Like the, the world is like like the kid is definitely having like some sort of like spells. Well, well see I- that I really want to get into that because <laughs> okay. that was my biggest question too, which yes. is the setup of Goob- Gooby's arrival. Correct. Because it actually does, I would argue that he's just a kid with an active imagination. I, he's I, not, and, it, and he moves, and that's a big change for anyone. <laughs> but, but, you, I just felt that his active imagination was not, it wasn't like, oh, he's so creative. It was like, he was, his mom says hallucinations. Well, and here's he, my question. Were the problems starting before he moved out of that house or not? Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so he's, he's in already regular been house, but, to the but therapist. He, the woman, the the mom says, you know, doctor, remember what doctor such and such said. But uh, here's my question. It seemed like he enjoyed the town and he had friends at his old school. Sure. She sure. didn't want to move. This is what's hard to wrap your okay. mind around because you want to think that it's circumstantial, that something major happens, which is that he's totally uprooted from his life. And then he's so scared of new experiences and Gooby comes to the rescue. <laughs> but that's not what happens, which makes me wonder, where was Gooby... All along. Yeah. If he was having those problems. Where was Gooby all along? But also, 
Um, I I felt at a certain point I was like, oh, this is going to be a Calvin and Hobbes kind of scenario where the Gooby character only he sees the Gooby as the person. No, everyone and, sees Gooby. Nope, not true. <laughs> yeah, everybody can see Gooby as a giant monster. There's a monster in the world. And so the kid imagines other monsters. Remember that, yes. that blue monster that it's in his backyard? That's one that he's really afraid of, that two-headed Yeah, I didn't monster. understand that yeah. part. <laughs> so is that monster, is that monster <laughs> well, yeah. also That was called real? a Hoobie? Hoonies? Uh, Hoonies, yeah. Right, which is really close to Gooby. Gooby, <laughs> Gooby. yeah. Now I will I will. Oh, yeah, there's a real <laughs> consistency. They're all part of the same phylum. But in the setup of the movie... The kid is kind of telling you his struggle, and you don't really empathize with him, right? Because he seems like he's troubled. Like he Lamp, seems yeah. like he has harder, uh, a harder time than the average kid would dealing with what are kind of basic things. Right? Yeah, like well, it seemed like as much as he loved that, t- like he seemed like he wasn't healed the proper way either. Because from he, from some trauma, I don't know. Well, because was he, there trauma? I mean, I think it maybe it was just like. Systematic bad parenting, like his yeah. Well, this is a real. The parents in this movie are assholes. The movie is a scathing (laughs) indictment of 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 two working parent households. Uh, Here, take a listen to the mom and how bad she is. This has gone on long enough. Okay, we're moving today. But you're wrecking all my stuff. Unbelievable. Six weeks we've been dealing with this. You're way too old for this behavior. Way way too old. But those are my battle plans, my models, and. This is my aim of the fire. Keeps me safe from danger. Okay, now I'm yeah. hearing I'm hearing new things from the second <laughs> viewing. She's saying that this has been going on for only six weeks. No, the no, move. The, the move. move. Is. The, this is to establish the time jump because this scene so comes after. So as soon after. as he starts preparing for the move, the Hoonies. No, he's drawing the Hoonies in like the first scene. Like they are, he is having <laughs> full really blown. Breaking into the hoops. He's having full blown like hallucinations that aren't just like a to me that aren't just an active imagination because we see them brought to life like in his world. Like when he's visualizing them, he's like, "Oh my God, there's a hoonie over there," and he gets really still and whatever. But then also Gooby comes to life and he's standing over there. And, uh, so and Gooby is not also a toy <laughs> that, like, you would think in a movie like this, like in Calvin and Hobbes, Hobbes is like his toy that he plays his, like, with. His best friend. His best friend. But but not this Gooby here. is not his best friend. This is a discarded toy. If anything, in the first 10 minutes. And, and he left it at the house. Absolutely. In the first 10 minutes, you think the amulet's going to come back. You did? That yeah, this movie was going to be about the amulet? There are so <laughs> many references to the amulet and how he's... <laughs> How he's close to that amulet that... I would love it if the amulet instead came to life. <laughs> As an amulet? <laughs> yeah, booby. Booby the amulet. But I wasn't there. I, 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 there was, I mean... I, uh, well, whatever. I, I feel oh, like... man. I feel like Gooby... By the way, the movie's original title was A Ted Named Gooby. Um, which I guess that's I like my it. other question is I didn't think of Gooby true, as a monster. Yeah. I thought of him as a teddy bear. I did too, but everybody keeps referring to him as a monster. Okay, which I have an issue with because he doesn't look. Like well, there was the craziest thing, too, where, like, people who saw him would see him as a, a monster, monster. Yeah. But then when <laughs> Halloween hit, well, I'm jumping out of order. Well, but yeah, please, okay. please, yeah. Oh, like, please. It's like it keeps going. Like, Halloween comes, and then everyone sees it as a man in a costume. Yes. And then also, throughout the movie, there's just, it's not consistent when someone says, Oh, it's just a guy in a costume, which they use to cover him sometimes. Yeah. People all believe it <laughs> yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's totally and aren't cool. even no one's even saying that's an amazing costume. No. That's the greatest no. costume I've ever seen. People just think it's oh, that's just a the man in a costume. No, nobody says, Oh my god, for a second I thought that that was a real monster. Right. Well and, th- and that was <laughs> Or my- a bear. Or a, bear. or a bear. Well, my thing is this. It's clearly not a real bear because it does not look like a real bear, right? There's nothing about it that looks like a real bear. It looks like a, looks like a man in a costume. And so when Eugene Levy's character <laughs> Oh, Eugene f- Levy's in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're wondering if Eugene Levy's in this movie, he is. I, and he's awesome. I, I love Eugene Levy, and I, I, I'm excited that he did this. Uh, but his character has a lot of things we have to talk about. But when he wants to get a picture of this... What would stop anyone going, 
Well, that's just a picture of a man in a in a yeah. costume, like because yeah. like right. there, like that was my issue with it too. Like, oh, look at right. this creature, but then they're like, well, that's just a guy in a like we don't believe in well, Bigfoot. Did picture. anyone else notice that they they were referring to him a lot as an orange monster? Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm colorblind, but I didn't think he looked orange. <laughs> now, I know this is a small detail. But <laughs> it was like brown. He's brown, yeah, as yeah. I know it. I would say that as well. But I think everybody just kept this... calling him. And did you see the orange monster? I think they already had the script written. Oh, so and there then were no changes. Someone made the prop or whatever and his costume, that. and then they just said, "Well, we're not going to change well, every word to brown." Here's the weirdest thing about the the look of Gooby. <laughs> oh, here's oh, this is the weirdest thing about the look of Gooby. All right, great. Gooby is legit terrifying yes. to look at. Yeah, not a fun creature. Gooby is not lovable, is not like... uh, uh, Gooby is like... um, What is his personality? What is his age? (laughs) Because I also had a real problem with this being like... I felt he was a middle-aged man. There was a middle-aged man taking this young boy out in the middle of the night into like deep into the woods. I was like, what is happening? Well, that's what... My big concern about this movie was that it was like... It, like Gooby acts like uh, a child pedophile molester. Or yes, child molester absolutely. throughout this whole movie. Like sit on my lap. Do you come trust over here. me? He says at one point, "Tomorrow, I want you to go on an adventure with me." Do, don't you trust me? I was like, <laughs> you, "The answer should be no." The lesson we You're should right. be teaching children is no. Yeah, I don't trust you to I take me to the woods. Very uncomfortable. At the very end, not to reveal anything, but reveal the, away. The very end, when Gooby finds another friend. Another child in need who's like this young, very young girl with pigtails. I felt a visceral like no. Yeah, don't give don't give <laughs> Gooby did not want to share his no. relationship. Okay, here's Maybe it's about um like a child dealing with sexual abuse from his father. Yeah. So he's trying to act Maybe. like it's a fun doll. <laughs> it could sworn, also be that. It could it also be that. By the way, that. it could totally be that. Because I thought for a while that Gooby oh was God. going to be, uh, we were going to reveal that Gooby was also in the dad's That's life. That's what I thought too. But I thought, I thought we were all the- headed there. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, My family is all in 
on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. You could argue there is no plot to this movie. You can't. Oh, this say, makes Jack Frost seem totally normal. They, there's nothing. There's no. There's not like literally. I'm not like exaggerating. Like, oh, there's literally no plot. There, there is there's no, there's plot. no plot. There's no like, plot. There are five actors. It's almost it's almost like Brechtian what's happening. It's like so few people in an environment that has no other people. The entire like hokey kind of uh oh crazy supermarket scene, like somebody's gonna see Gooby. They're not, it's empty. There's not a person in this supermarket. But by the way, Gooby does not also try to hide in front of people either. No, Gooby he loves is... talking to everybody. Yeah. Well that's why I ask again, what is Gooby and who is who is he? Because there are times where he seems like I, I would love to say, oh, Gooby always forgets how big he is and Gooby always forgets his stature and so just runs out and he thinks he's a – that doesn't seem to be the case. At Gooby. points he seems very um, – Savvy. Very savvy. Yeah. Very insightful. Well, he brings Willie to the father's old home. Gooby is like going yeah. like Stanley Tucci and Lovely Bones on this kid. Yeah. He's bringing him down to weird – well, no, Gooby is not like – I wouldn't even des- I couldn't even describe Gooby like as That's a what character. I'm yeah, what like, is he? One of the first things he did was blow a fart in the kid's face. Yeah, that. <laughs> Right? That was yeah, the perfect they, like, part. That, that's that's their bonding moment. Him. Right, yeah. And he also is eating out of a giant Tupperware of raw hot dogs. And he goes, that watch this. Scene. He takes a bite of a hot dog and just throws it at the kid's that was face. disgusting. Yeah. As if that's a fun game. There's also the scene where Gooby first <laughs> <laughs> Gooby first goes to when he, he – Willie's trying to find out where to put Gooby in the house – it's a very, like, E.T. kind of yes, scenario. Yes, and he takes him out to the shed. And Gooby says, I can't – could anyone hear? I also had trouble with, like, the sound mix in this movie. I couldn't hear a lot of the words. <laughs> but doesn't Gooby say, I can't stay here because there's – why doesn't he stay in that in shed? In the basement. Like, he doesn't stay in the basement because it's too dark, and he's clearly afraid of the dark. No, that's then, the first night out in the shed. Then he, that dude, no, they that, move from the Then he moves to the him to the shed, uh, oh, and that's when Gooby. TV that's when Gooby's reading comic books and drawing pictures. <laughs> and at a certain point, I was like, he can't sleep. Like he's definitely gonna jerk off, right? Like that's what's coming next. <laughs> like he's like so like, oh, I'm up. I can't fall asleep. Oh, I might as well, well pound my Gooby. And by the, what, he's <laughs> also watching TV shows, like watching very old movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, like he's like an a 40 older year old, man. Yeah, yeah, like a 45-year-old yes. man in a shed. Well, also, Gooby is voiced by Hagrid from the Harry Potter yeah. movies, Robbie Coltrane. Cool. So that should be noted as well. He sounds <laughs> like an older Scottish gentleman. Well, what? let's actually play the, the scene where we meet, uh, where we meet Gooby f- uh, for the first time. Uh, the, or, yeah. Let's hear that one. To get a sense of what Gooby is like. But you're. But you're. Gooby? The bells. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> I thought it would take a lot longer than that. Not, not Hoonies? Hoonies! Uh, hoonies! I, I, so Gooby is also afraid of Hoonies. No, he doesn't know what they are, though. Oh, yeah. After that, he's like, wait, what's a Hoonie? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that, you know, that's, that's just sort of like the, gruff, the gruff lovable. Again, I just want to reiterate, this, this appearance of the magical bear come to life is appearing to a child who is already experiencing hallucinations. Yes. But he's not a hallucination. But Gooby is not a... Like, it's not a... All the only he's way like a Mr. De- Snuffleupagus kind of figure. But the only way that this, they describe Gooby is he goes... The kid, at one point with narration, it says, Little did I know something magical was going on at my house. Right. And which Gooby just gets, like, hit by, like, a wave of electricity. Magic lightning. Like, magic lightning. See, the problem I have with the way that they... 
have made Gooby the the car- the Muppet or whatever. Not Muppet. I, I would say you calling him a Muppet is actually really <laughs> he a, does look to like the a <laughs> he does look like a taller, much much cheaper, more menacing Fozzie the Bear. Yes, he looks like but, the characters that hang out on Hollywood and Highland. Like if you were dressing yeah. like Fozzie, like like this is like the seventy dollars yeah, like, version pu- of that some costume. sort of public domain Muppet. <laughs> and that's what's so upsetting about the way he looks, it, because he's adult sized. Yes, he, he's the size of an average man. Yeah, and so. When I'm looking at him, and he, he's a little bit wider, but he's essentially like if you just saw a figure go by, you'd be like, that's an adult man. But he has a scarf on and no other clothes. Yeah, uh-huh. And that's an image to me that I find deeply unsettling because it's – when you're just wearing a scarf, I, I look at him and I think Gooby's naked. Like Gooby's a naked well, man. because he wears a scarf. Running around. And I know he's an Do you feel animal. like that with Donald Duck? No, I don't. But that's because of his size. And he's always oh, okay. and he's always animated too. Like, yes. there's well, something th- about there's something about an animal wearing no clothing, which is fine. Just totally but an animal, fine. an animal wearing a little clothing. So you know what? Then th- this is a choice. <laughs> well, my yes, my issue and this is aggressive. <laughs> you know what? You are forcing this on me. I did not. I didn't like, like his it. ass was threadbare either. Like his butt like cheeks were. Threadbare. When did you notice that? Oh, whenever he's running all right. <laughs> hey, man! <laughs> Stop Look, checking, out Gooby's, checking out Gooby's butt. Gooby's but I thought that was an odd a... choice for a, for a an anime like a, a puppety character. Like that, whenever he ran around, there I hope were... the director was like to the to the props department or whoever was making wardrobe or whatever was making that costume was just like, but you know, there's got to be some areas where there's been a lot of wear. <laughs> You know, like, like like the kid always holds it there. There's got to be a lot of wear, like like maybe the ass cheeks, like the ass cheeks. Are well, really then that's also out. a weird place to get wear on a on a on a. On a that's on a... true. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like an at, like a bear's actual ass. Like it wasn't that it. They were trying to make it look worn, but they were trying oh. to replicate the actual ass of bears. Yeah. Well, by the way, oh yeah, go ahead. Please. No, he just had the tag too, which was oh a, yes, is, is that a, like a what larger, that was? At first, I thought it was just a bad costume thing where that's where the actor got in. Yeah, <laughs> too. I didn't understand what that was. But it was just like the it the, was a blown the, up version of the tag. That's right. But cut off, kind of like, or was yeah. it? Like it was yeah. I couldn't tell. Um, now, I will say that Gooby, <laughs> while a confusing character, I find this kid's parents uh, to be really upsetting. Yeah. Because there's one point, and this is a moment that really called out to me, like, the kid is, is that he's covering for Gooby. There's noise upstairs. Right. And so the parents are hearing the noise upstairs, and the kid tries to be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting sick to distract his parents. At which point, like when he's getting sick, his parents protect the Chinese food in such a way it's like, oh, don't get it on our Chinese food. Yeah, don't barf on our food, gross kid. (laughs) Like they don't want – like they're terrible parents, really bad parents. you sort of find out what is going on with the dad later on when you realize like he grew up in a very – you know, poverty-stricken neighborhood and his father was always working and so – you kind of understand his drive, but the mom, I have more questions about because she's also She was working. going back to work. What do you mean she was going back to work? Wasn't that part of the thing? She was going back to work full time for the first time? Oh, I didn't hear that. That's why, Again, that's why they get Mary Poppins. That's why inexplicably oh, there's a nanny that get, shows up in the middle of the movie that. with like, the a Mary Poppins And the nanny doesn't do accent. anything. The nanny just sits I thought she was going to be like, in like a the Snoop who's trying to always like nope. rev- like under uh, uncover go- She's Gooby. She's just doing laundry for days. Yeah. She I, loves folding. <laughs> I I will all, yeah, that again, none of these characters work in tandem. Like it could be interesting if the nanny was trying to get one up on Gooby, not the school teacher who's Eugene Levy who's played his character's name. Which is great, Nerdlinger. Just yep. in case you wanted to, just set it out there for everyone. They say Nerdlinger about fifteen times before he's introduced. Well, um, he's an interesting character because so so he's introduced as the their their regular teacher has gone off on maternity leave, so he comes in and he has written three books about a fish. Yes. Yeah, like children's books. Children's books, and none of the kids know the books or know of them, and so he's, he's very, very upset. upset. Yeah, <laughs> and so he. His whole thing is like he wants to get famous. And I'm just trying to make the leap with the film. Like he wants to get famous. So in order to do that, he's going to reveal Gooby. I guess. 
He's going to take a, a picture of Gooby and be like, hey, look, I proved there's a monster. There were two voiceovers that established that. One was the kid just said he wants to be famous. Yes. Right. It was yes. all in ADR. You're right. right. It was not. And then he said something. Yeah, Eugene Levy says, like, not all of us can be famous or something like that. Like, he, right. he makes a, well, a it subtle. It was also off camera. It was, like, thrown in there. There, something. Were, there were scenes where there were so many lines off camera the, the people on camera are just reacting to just because they simply did not ha- have actors that day. <laughs> like, they would be running through the supermarket and it would be just on the kid and Gooby and then somebody would be like, hey, you, get out of here! And they'd be like, whoa! <laughs> That's Dude, true. <laughs> Gooby in the supermarket, that's when Gooby really makes his presence known because Gooby likes cookies, obviously. <laughs> Gooby loves cookies. And also, uh, just to show his parents not being interested at all, they go, oh, you know, uh, they go, uh, that boy's name, I'm sorry, I forget the kid's name. Willie. Willie. They go like, oh, Willie's sick today. Oh, why is he sick? I don't know. I found 50 cookie wrappers in the, <laughs> like, so they, but they don't seem to be even yeah. like, oh, he shouldn't eat in 50 cookies. They're just like, eh, whatever. And they're leaving him. So Gooby goes to get cookies at the supermarket. And that scene is way too, like, that's like the fun montage. Like, you would think, like, they're running around having fun, but they, all they are doing is just running down, up and down aisles in a supermarket. And at one point, Gooby pulls him so violently that the boy is. Suspended in air like he's flying. Oh, yeah. uh, his socket would come out. Uh, his, uh, that was a weird choice, that yeah. flying thing, because that is the first time it's established Gooby has this strength or <laughs> something or speed that you never see utilized anywhere else. And he never, it doesn't come back. Like, that's the other thing, too. Nothing comes back. Like, that doesn't, like, even at the end when the boy is in peril, there's no, Gooby doesn't use that speed, doesn't Gooby's, use. It, go, all Gooby's able to do is dial a cell phone when the kid is in peril. The kid, oh, Do you God. think what that w- Gooby's really, because, okay, I think what Gooby's purpose is ultimately, because... Willie also wanted to build some sort of a cart, right? A moon. moon, moon. Like a spaceship kind of thing. Right. And he's got issues at school where there's a bully and he has to stand up to him, although he doesn't really. Gooby does. Gooby does. On Halloween, it makes him pee his pants. (sighs) That was really upsetting to me. That was that, that whole sequence. They First have of all, that. they shouldn't have done that. It's Halloween. <laughs> they really shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Now, this is a a Canadian movie. I realized that midway through when I saw the Captain Crunch was Nathan. Captain Crunchy. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know anything about this going in, and Nathan, then there you, were two kind of bombshells I saw when I googled <laughs> it after that it was made in Canada. And the thing that blew me away the most was that it was made in 2009. Yes. I honestly thought this was oh, yeah. made in, like, 1985. Yeah, yeah it the is. The way it looked. And because there's this issue where, like, there's this one scene, too, where it's a big plot point, but the guy, the dad has to go at some point, leave the house, and he says to the mom, like, you have to stay here in case the police call. Yeah. Implying that, like, cell phones... That's don't what, exist. I, I wrote that down too. And yet Gooby has a cell phone because Gooby calls Gooby yeah. uses the kid Willie's cell phone to call the yes. dad. The, the, the no. Ten year old like, how old's that kid? Yeah, like he's like ten or eleven years yeah, old. Yeah, he has a cell phone. <laughs> yes. But the mom, but the mom doesn't. <laughs> and the mom doesn't even object. Oh you know, like and the son's missing and he's like, I'm going, I'm not saying where. Well the weirdest thing about that scene too is that she's like she's very upset. And he's like, don't worry, I've spoken to the police. They've assured me that they will call as oh, soon as they know that anything. That was the best, yeah. Which is like, he's not saying, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. He's just like, they've told me they'll call. And then he's like, I got to go out for a minute. And she's like, where are you going? And he does. He goes, you stay here. <laughs> he's like really emphatic about it. They, and that's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, their marriage is terrible. <laughs> I want to. I want. This is back to my question about Canada, and this is. Yeah. I, I. I don't mean to be naive about this, but but you're from Canada, so you better know. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, I mean something else about this movie. Yeah. The budget was six point five million dollars. Yes. I saw, and Canadian films are funded usually, if not entirely, a large percentage of them with taxpayer money. Yeah. So this. Film <laughs> was made with taxpayer money. Do you want to hear the? So saddest? you were there in Canada in 2009 and uh, paid for this. 
I was yes, I, I did you pay tax taxes dollars. there in two thousand. So you're one of the backers of this movie. <laughs> yes. this you have a real conflict. Of the original conflict. Indirectly, I yes, I invested in That's, this movie. This is, because now, I didn't see your name enlisted in the producers. We don't get credits for it. We you just don't. support the art. You should arbitrate. You gotta well, get a credit. That that's probably why Eugene Levy is in this movie because I because he's a Canadian citizen, right? Uh, yes. So yeah. I imagine like, but now here's here's so the, he has to. You mean? Well, no. I so think, they make him. I they think, can call anybody back and be like you gotta do this I think there is Wait, a thing is it? though where you have to do like you do you have to do some sort no, of art really? in like oh, if you still share citizenship you have oh, to do some uh, but here's wait what's the rule you're saying I thought there was a rule that if you uh, if you are still uh, if you share uh, citizenship if you're still uh, that you have to do something in Canada in the arts of that but I could be totally no, wrong no that's not a rule <laughs> That's so crazy. No, but can you imagine being like mandated to go back to uh, like, this, like, like, like some to... sort of prison? <laughs> right. Like, where, oh, where are you going next month? Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm half. I you know, you know, I was born in Canada, so I still have Canadian years. citizenship. So I got to go up and I got to make a terrible kids so movie. So you don't, you don't have to go back to Canada to make a TV show. No, now. but for it, for you to get Canadian funding for a movie, it has to be. Like the ma- the leads in the movie have to be Canadian. Okay. So since he oh, has in order a major to qualify role, for that money, yeah. So they'll try to get people. Yeah. So that's why it was definitely Canadian okay. funded. Well, do you want to hear how much money it made? You said it cost six point five, which you're right about. The opening weekend gross, and this is this was released in theaters. I guess, but listen to the opening weekend gross: seven hundred and six dollars. <laughs> seven hundred and six. That doesn't even wow. seem possible to me. The lifetime gross is three thousand two hundred and thirty-four dollars. Oh, no. Whoa, I kind of that is like seem that's right. like Delgo numbers. <laughs> also, this is one of the. Higher budgets movies say, to come out of Canada in the past decade. Money. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money that I did not see. And, where, and, I was and it's written, say, where directed, and produced. Not on the suit. not on extras, not on the. If suit? you look it up, there's. I mean, yeah. Telefilm is the place that funds movies in Canada. I wonder what they did kick into this because I will tell you. Maybe we tele- are. We should investigate. Movie. Or it could have just been he invested his own money, but I don't. That, yeah, the writer director Coney Bear. Uh, his name is uh, Coney Bear 2012. Wilson Coney Bear. <laughs> He's the writer, producer, creator. He also did Shining Time Station. Um, Six point five million dollars. There on this are movie. that is kind of fascinating. Of locations. There are no extras. There are no extras in the movie whatsoever, except for the students in the classroom scenes. Well, let me let me ask you this. This is the question that I had before about Canada. On Halloween, they make it like they go out to go to the movies on Halloween, and that doesn't seem like— Is that a tradition? Maybe? Yeah, is that a thing? Explain yourself, yeah. you yeah, weird that was country. Weird. Yeah, but t- did the movie take place in Canada? That I mean, all I know is that in the supermarket, they never said Captain the words Crunch Halloween, was, though. Do you remember? They kept on saying October 31st. Yes, that's true. Well, what does that mean? I then? don't know. I mean, it clearly was Halloween. I, I mean, mean, it's not called something different in Canada, is it? <laughs> it's, it's October 31st day. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself. 
Because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Here's the weird thing in that in that October 31st scene where he... So he goes up to the kid, the bully, the redheaded bully who's been, you know, harassing him. And Gooby... <laughs> I could listen to you say the name Gooby for an hour. Gooby. Gooby? <laughs> it's like the goo. You put in the goo and Gooby. Gooby actually does become a monster for a moment. At the movie, scares... The shit out of that kid, yeah. which makes him piss his pants. Well, that was like the. That's probably where that, the six point five went because for that moment of CGI, where his his like his Gooby is a his mouth is not moving. Like he's whenever he's eating, he's just shoving no, things to his face. That's what was really. That's that's honestly the biggest problem I have with this movie. Yeah, it did move a little bit. His <laughs> mouth did move yeah. a little bit. Guys, don't fight. Okay, but not enough so that it seemed like he was talking. Yeah, well, but yeah. not so yeah. little that we're just buying into the fact that. Yeah. It's it seemed like His an air hole that had some give to it or something. The ending, I had like some real, I got real upset when the ending was Gooby takes the kid like Stand By Me style to like uh, You want to go see a dead body. Yeah, basically kinda. you want to go see a dead body, but not a dead body. Back to the dad's old, where the dad grew up, the apartment building his dad grew up in. They find the dad's apartment. Fall through a hole in the floor. The dad comes to visit. The, the scene where the dad goes into his own secret room felt really uncomfortable. I I did really in weird, all it? honesty think the dad's version of Gooby was going to be there as well. Well, that I did that would too. make I sense. Think we like, all did. Like the idea would be like that because Gooby also takes the dad into that room. He's like. You know, when you're a child, you and this, I'm not doing the Scottish accent, I apologize, but he's like, <laughs> how yeah. dare you? How do you rob us of it? Because we all know you do a perfect Scottish well, accent. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to brag, I don't want to boast, but <laughs> he's like, when you're a child, you forget things from your youth and you just forget about it. I'm like, oh, this is so great. He's going to forget about Gooby. Gooby. No. It was just like his dad had like pictures of trucks and stuff yeah. on the wall, and Gooby was not a part of it. Nor did the dad freak out when he saw Gooby. No, right? no, he was like, I, "I'm totally cool with this Gooby situation." <laughs> like it was like, "Oh, you're my kid's toy, but you're like a, but you're eight feet tall, and you're, and you're talking alive. there." Yeah, and you're alive. Like there was no reaction. And again, to it. I don't. Maybe he's trying not to be rude. I hesitate to go back to something <laughs> I talked about in Jack Frost, but Gooby eats. Oh, I know this. And is... never shits. Well, the, he is full of stuffing. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. He, yeah, he cuts his arm and he's full of stuffing. It. So, I mean, come on, guys. Like, don't you just Gooby? There's, I, I no, just, there's, there's no, no organs in there. Well, first of all, you also talk about it like you see normal people in movies shit. You never see Tom Cruise take a shit in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do in almost everything he's in. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess when Gooby's eating himself in gummy bear form in that sequence in the movie where yeah. he, he was that's the other thing too Gooby has a knowledge of the world 
that is uh, not as Oh, he knows small. what everything is. Yeah, he's never like, what is this? He and He's so, not E.T. in that sense. Uh, I don't yeah, think that Gooby's also, masticating, by the way. I think it's just lying on top. So he may have a smell because the, like, the hot dog is lying on top of the oh, cookies God. and stuff like that. That's, yeah. The thing is, is that... That that's what we, that's what's weird about the movie is we don't know did Gooby have other adventures with other kids before Willie? Oh please, I'm sure Gooby's been <laughs> terrorizing been children for a while. Because well, he must have been bought as a toy new from a store, right? Yeah, well that's I, what I, I think. Don't so know. there's lots of I him. don't know. Well, because I, I think he's like Chucky. Like I think he's like Chucky. Like you know yeah. how Chucky gets the the spirit of a serial killer inside of him or a killer. Like Gooby is just a doll. Like he didn't. He seems like that scarf, and I know that scarf upsets you, but that scarf seems like he's. And they make gummy bears out of him. Like he had. He's no, so, that's, no, 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 that's not Gooby. That wasn't yeah. Gooby though. He, he says it are... looks like him, but it's not. Oh, okay, him. Yeah. all right. That's what it's like a clarifying scene that he wasn't a bear. And yeah. That's what the significance of that, right? Because he was saying, "That's me." Give it up. They candy. made toys like they made food like me. Got and the it. kid said, "No, that's not you. Those are bears." <laughs> So what if that was a scene in the and movie? A shot that widened from the. There was a was bunch. Of, <laughs> there was a bunch of scenes that I was like, "This is an, this is an interminably long scene for nothing to be happening." And by the way, the movie is only an hour and like thirty minutes at the most, uh, ninety-five minutes. Yeah, it is a short movie that has a lot of long scenes. Um, I'm also going to put out on the thing and just see what you guys react to. I think that the the kid Willie is an unreliable narrator. Uh, because I don't believe anything that he's saying no. throughout the whole movie. The, the one of thing, his voiceover is like, and that's when the trouble started. Yeah. Well, he did say, <laughs> he goes, like, he did say that whole thing about the traffic jam. Like, we were in traffic and everyone saw us in traffic. It wasn't traffic. It was a stoplight oh, yeah. with three cars at it. And then he also <laughs> was able to recognize as he was flying past in this uh, flying, like, go-kart that his teacher is in one of those cars. Yeah. But I don't understand how he knew that either. And who is he telling this story to? Who is to he us? telling this to? No, to pro- that uh, little girl? probably to his therapist. Probably Years later. Therapist. Probably. I mean, like, I would love that if it was to the therapist. The scene, because the, the, the thing what I was like, I really believed for a good portion of the movie that the reveal was going to be that he, his hallucinations were causing the gooby doll to come to life, much like Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. And then when an adult is in the room, Hobbes is just a stuffed tiger. And when he's not in the room, he's like, you know, uh, Calvin's buddy and partner in crime. Like when they're on the go-kart, reminded me of Calvin and Hobbes yeah. sledding, yes, right? Um, but then, uh, so, and I was like, okay, I'm almost willing to buy that the kid who has hallucinations and all this stuff is in a tough time. Is his imaginary friend, like, um, what's the imaginary friend movie? Um uh, Russell Brand was going to remake it. Drop uh, Dead Fred. Drop Dead, oh, yeah. Fred. Fred. Drop Dead Ted. Whatever. Russell Brand was going to remake Drop yeah. Dead Fred. Oh my gosh. I love that movie. Like wow. that, you know, like that kind of imaginary friend movie. But there was a way in which when everybody saw Gooby and, and Gooby brings everybody together or whatever, that I genuinely was like, I have no fucking clue what's now happening. Because now anything is possible. Like this is a weird magic universe that backs up the kid being like having hallucinations and stuff. Like that all worked out in favor for him. like I was I'm worried for this kid basically guys I'm worried for <laughs> Willie I'm very upset by you this whole be. strangely the I I thought the weirdest part of the movie was the Eugene Levy storyline which yes. I know we, have, we you were talking about before June a little bit but that is entirely motivated by him saying in one, one line famous. like really quickly like. Anyone who takes a photo of Gooby will be famous. Yeah. He says that. And that motivates his whole obsession. And it's not even like the town. That and his love for Canada. That. (laughs) Well, he's mandated to work. He was mandated to do the movie. (laughs) It's a slavery. uh, But but that is interesting because also the town is not being afflicted by Goobies. It's not like like people are like, oh, thank God you found this picture. Like if he was. Again, I will go back and say, if he was to hand that picture to someone, someone would go, yeah, that's a guy in a, a I chick. guess, mm-hmm. yes, Paul, but the, the bigger question to me about his character is... Whereas E.T. was something different. Well, well, he he set out, he wrote these three books. He is a teacher. He's in the world of children and probably clearly children's unsu- literature. Clearly unsuccessful. Unsatisfied. Yes, but, but it's interesting that he would, he wrote three books that I guess didn't do very well. 
But it seems like that is sort of in the world of things that he wants to do. Well, he hates Alice Carroll. He was well, really uh, shitting Lewis on Carroll. Oh, yeah, Lewis yeah, Carroll. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but like it's lined up to his profession in a way. And so it's such a huge character leap to just believe that this guy who – that he, he was writing those books from the get-go just to just be to famous. Just famous, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. So he wants to be taught like Alice in Wonderland, but but I, was, I, thought like, you were say, I don't even know if that's I don't even I don't know if that's know important if to that him or if he important. just wants to be a famous children's book author. Yes, and then, you know, but then he's so, you know like those kind of folks <laughs> those kind of, <laughs> that we all he's know. So willing to abort that dream. Wouldn't it be more interesting if you were a a teacher to be like, oh my gosh, I'm inspired to write a book about, about Gooby, Gooby. Oh, that's and that becomes yeah. like the new book. That's Here's what's weird. What, one of the things that's weird is. When on Halloween it begins, I think, but then it recurs a little bit is Gooby, when in public, uh, will frequently pose as Willie's father and they oh, will yeah. hold hands. <laughs> I didn't like that one bit. I didn't like that one bit. Well, he even says, Gooby says the most upsetting I'm this thing. Boy's, I'm this boy's father. I didn't like it one like, bit. And they hold hands a whole lot. <laughs> a number of times. Well, and this is the weirdest thing. So the cool kids from school, I actually did think that one actor who played like the super popular boy yeah. was great. Yeah, real talent. So he, <laughs> so Willie gets... In with the cool kids because Gooby posing as his dad got him into the movie. Gooby. <laughs> Gooby gets but him into an know. R-rated movie. Maybe I'm forgetting not, what it's like 11-year-olds should not be Yeah, uh, like a Saw-type movie yeah. or something. Right. Maybe I'm forgetting what it's like to be a kid, but it also seems like a jump that just because one of your parents is cool, you would be deemed... Also cool. Oh, I was super cool because my dad was cool. <laughs> no, that's lunacy. That's a crazy thing. Well, it seems like they would want to hang out with Gooby. Right. I didn't like at the end of that scene though. Someone like when he when after the kids are like when the kid you know the kids think he's really cool and they say maybe you can join us and play soccer at school tomorrow. That was like he's in now with the cool kids, which yeah. is the most polite uh, inclusion into their group. And Gooby says, "I like being your dad." And I think the kid, I didn't I didn't like that part at all. <laughs> and then later <laughs> he all, says, all, "Later, I'm pretty sure I imagined him saying, who's your daddy now?'" <laughs> <laughs> what were your favorite parts? <laughs> That's a great question. <sighs> okay. <laughs> there was a line, well, this is not really my favorite part, but there was a line that I loved, which the dad said in the beginning about why they were moving, like what had happened in their lives, where he said, you know, change happens all the time. <laughs> he goes, you remember when Joey's dad and I even started this business? That was a big change. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts because it we've never I don't know who Joey is. We've never even met Joey. I don't know what this man does. <laughs> it was just so absurd. But favorite sincere parts of the movie. I did enjoy some of the uh like the shots from behind of Gooby running because <laughs> I know Paul of, of and I spent what? a lot of time of on that. Gooby's ass, but his ass was like so wide. Like, <laughs> you like that? It was just satisfying to watch. It was just I agree. comedic. I, I was agree. Like, like, that's the, those are the moments where you kind of, you're more thinking about the man in the costume. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it was just, and how he's able there was some to joy run to it. But, well, the guy in the costume is working hard. I feel like he's really physical and, you know, eating yeah. those hot dogs. <laughs> those are my I feel like if parts. people, yeah, if people don't want to watch the movie but they're interested in seeing some taste of it, I would say if if you just watch the supermarket yeah. scene, you get, I don't think you need real context for no. it. And no, you kind of like that, that might be the best or like the most interesting part of it. I would watch, I would watch like the, um, I would watch the first, the reveal of Gooby in the backyard with the rake. I would watch the supermarket scene, and then I would watch from the from when Willie falls through the floor till the end. Yeah. So I would watch, so that's probably like max 15 minutes of watching, and you're going to get some pretty rad stuff. <laughs> um, I just want to, just because I feel like we haven't heard enough Gooby, can we just hear Gooby talking about how, what his name sounds like in the markers here? Just take a listen to this clip. Just to, I don't remember this. Oh, this Gooby! Is. Sounds like snot. Snot? What sounds like snot? My name. 
You were young, so I can't complain, but I always thought it sounded like great big gobs of snot. Markers! He loves markers. I love markers! Uh, I don't think we should be... I very much think I should. Markers are about the best thing in the world. Next, of course, to those window cookies. So that's the kind of character, that lovable character. Do you, uh, uh, that's like in this movie. They were like, "Yep, we got it." That scene, that scene cut together well. Well, not to not to like reveal the ending because I, I I don't want to end our conversation, but I do want to just talk about the ending about another thing. At the end of the movie, obviously, the the dad sees the error of his ways and decides that he needs to be a better dad, so he quits his job to build a treehouse, uh, which seems a little bit uh, reactionary. Which I, and by the way, I thought he was gonna. I thought he didn't quit his job. By the way. He went on sabbatical. He went on sabbatical, yeah. and, the man, and the man named Raleigh yeah. became a partner, which Apparently. maybe Raleigh. was Joey's dad. I'm sorry, Raleigh. Raleigh. It does seem like there are a couple a movies going on, and we're just checking with That's what I'm parts saying. of I it. I think there were a lot of scenes cut. In the beginning, I think they added that voiceover later on. I think there yeah. was a lot of like just scenes lifted. Well, well this was supposed to be a trilogy. This was supposed to be like. Uh, By the way, they definitely leave it to that because this is what I'm getting to at the end when the dad, like oh, everything's fine in Willie's household. The dad and him are going to build a treehouse. Dad's on sabbatical. Raleigh's taking over, and and the kid and Gooby are talking as they're leaving Home Depot. At which point, and Eugene Levy has been foiled. Uh, at which point, Gooby just kind of walks off frame, and we're like, oh, where, where's Gooby? And we see him creepily staring down a young disillusioned girl who is also in the parking lot. Just also kind of, it doesn't seem like she's being totally neglected by her parents. It just seems like she's no, in her head. She's and he's like, staring at something. And he's like, I, that's, I like you. I like her. <laughs> I like her. I want you to help me put her with her, which is super creepy. So, at which point, another thing that we've never seen happen or referred to, Gooby shrinks down into inanimate stuffed, stuffed, stuffed animal, animal form. form and then he's then the Willie brings it over to the girl. Yeah, here let me way, saddle you with let me saddle you with a nightmare for the rest yeah. of your life. By the way, it would have been useful for him to do that many different parts of the movie. Yes, yeah, to shrink down and become a doll. Sure, that's, that's a great. Well, but I think uh, this thing. is what I think. I think he has to remain as Gooby. Oh God, <laughs> uh, I think he has Wait. to remain as Gooby until his task is completed, and then he can like uh, move on. I think that's second. what it was. Wait, wait. You wait. So you think that the, 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 the Gooby, that I am Gooby is only something. activated by longing of a child? No, I think you're on something. I think I think what the movie is actually really about is you. Th- you're supposed to think the whole time Gooby's there for the kid, right? And then you realize he's at the very there. end. He's really there for their parents. He's really there to reunite the kid and the parents, basically. Okay. But the problem with that is that in the scene with the little girl, they're just focused on the little girl. Like, they don't... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... But now he can pass on Gooby. <laughs> Gooby will pay attention to you when your parents won't? Or when your I parents are so. not... When your parents are not paying attention to you? I think that's the idea. Mm-hmm. I think that's the idea. Because he says when he brings... I would also say a little bit of the idea is, like, Gooby will also help you with facing your fears. No, because Gooby was equally f- afraid. I don't, I don't, like, I, because basically the parents go, yeah, he's not afraid of those hoonies anymore since we moved to this house. I don't know. The, the logic of this yeah, movie is flawed. Because really Gooby just it's makes really a kid hard. piss himself. Well, Gooby does say, Gooby, when he, said, when he brings Willie to the apartment building, his dad's apartment building, he says, I think I know why I'm here now. I think I'm supposed to bring you here. You know, he thinks, he, the, he, so he, he recognizes, that whole thing. He recognizes that I felt like that he has been brought to life in order to achieve a purpose or a task. Jason, earlier on when Gooby's in the attic and they're looking through all that stuff and they find that photograph of the dad outside this like shack, the kid starts to look at it and Gooby goes, no, 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 not now. Oh, interesting. Did anybody else think that also the the new house was not that much nicer than the old house? (laughs) It was a little bigger. It was, it was a little a bigger. It had that big. Little. It had that big. Yard. What was the reason they moved again? Because they're making bank now. Is that why? Money. Yeah, since the, the dad went out on his own. Holy cow! But well, that's... not on his own since he partnered with Joey's dad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, as a construction company. 
That Gooby winds up at one day? Oh, yeah. yeah Gooby does. Just, just keep in mind, okay, this, this is a okay, this giant is the monster. The thing about the movie is there, there's so many ways to get him there. And the way that they get him there <laughs> is that something happens at school where— Well, this is this I want to talk about. The, I could, so, cause, <laughs> right, so they, they show us a, a scene of the kids playing soccer— after and, and, October 31st. Uh, after October 31st. It's probably November 1st. And, uh, and Happy this, October 31st. <laughs> Ooh, scary. October 31st. Well, everyone knows that Halloween is a copyrighted name. You can't say it uh, <laughs> without paying a lot of money to Halloween. So it's like the birthday song. So the, the soccer ball is coming down, at which point Willie runs to push Colin, the cool kid that June really likes. And he's like, watch out. And he pushes Colin out of the way. And it looks to be like he's going to take a soccer ball on the head. Yeah. But that somehow like seriously injured him so much. Like No, it didn't. Who did it injure? Colin. Colin. So I thought that was a, a miscommunication. So Colin just got injured from falling down because Willie pushed him? I don't know what actually happened. What I, do, <laughs> what I do know is this. A message was left on Willie's household answering machine. I know this, yeah. Where they said there's been an accident. Like a head been injury. An in, a head injury. Yes. Oh so, of course, Gooby assumes that it's, well, this is the crazy logic to get Gooby to the construction site, but Gooby assumes it's Willie. So, are you telling me that the school called up Willie's house to say, another kid in your school that's got injured today? Yes. That's, yes, because, yes, because Willie says later on, to be fair, I had to go to the nurse's office with him. To be fair, Nathan, does that happen in Canada? Yeah. Where <laughs> everyone the in the class is called? Is not- notifies all parents. <laughs> when one yeah, kid gets yeah, hurt. Because <laughs> very it's like three person classes. <laughs> it's, it's I, I thought it was Willie that got, and I didn't get that either. See, no, because but I was really loosely. Did you did you guys watch it together? Yeah, we no, did. We watched it together. Yeah, yeah. And you you watch it? Did I you, just watched it alone, like a very <laughs> yeah. sad, a sad man in his forties who uh, purchased so I, this movie. And, and I mean, I don't know if it's more fun or like you guys are discussing it, but like. It's a, it's an infuriating this, experience yes. to have to watch that and like it's I, depressing. I'm talking about it with some amount of joy, but believe you me, I was very angry. We do upset. a lot of movies on this show, oh my some gosh. of which are a I know, delight you guys have to, to watch. Do this, yeah, a lot. you know, this was this felt like punishment. Like I, this was yeah. retribution of some kind. I will say this: I just found out something interesting. It was produced by John Calvert. Who I just Googled, and he is a, a famous magician. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but that that's a very odd partner to be the. He is um, an American magician, so that's who produced this movie, and a weird older magician. Uh, June, talk to me about the construction site because I didn't want to cut you off about how he gets there. Well, no. So the, there's a message that's left on the home phone of <laughs> Willie, and <laughs> saying that there's been there's been an injury and. Willie's, I think, in the nurse's office. So the dad happens to be at home and runs out mm-hmm. to the car. So, of course, Goopy thinks he's going to school. You're not just full on saying Goopy. <laughs> Goopy thinks that he's going to school to be with his son. So to Gooby's surprise, they head to the construction site. And so... I think this is all supposed to further idea our idea of like this dad really doesn't give a fuck about his son. But then what we'll find out later is that his son was never hurt. Correct. So Colin was. Because Gooby was. says, How's your but head? Did, right, but did the dad know that? Or did I don't the dad my knowingly was, neglect his son? My yes, I don't know. I mean I mean I think probably he doesn't it, I think a probably little bit not of both. a little bit of both, but I think probably not full on neglect. Okay. But they are neglecting him. They're passively neglecting him. But I think if he was, if true trauma had occurred, I feel like they would have jumped right. into action. But why do you think they didn't have any other kids? Oh, because I think he got a vasectomy. <laughs> I think he got a vasectomy. But I think okay. you know what I think. I think he cheats. I think he's fucking. I think he, he's something... a real cheat. Yeah, there was something about his newfound love of like money. I felt, and yeah, I felt like his reveal high, high was gonna be life. that he wasn't going to work all the time. He was like boning somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, cause right, cause he's like doesn't come home for the kid on Halloween. He cancels the family vacation. Yeah. Guys, I'm really. Are you? Did you guys? Were you guys worried as soon to be parents? 
was this like a real wake up call for you in terms of parenting style? Oh, well, yeah. It was a cautionary a tale. It's like if Gooby shows up <laughs> at some point, yeah. we know we stop? have not done a good job. Well, look, uh, we also learned something really important that uh, that boys don't need things; they need parents. They need dads. I will tell you this: I just was looking. I'm doing some and research. You better fucking build a fort or a treehouse. With your son, or they're gonna spend the rest of their life. But by the I'm way, gonna take a break to do can that. Can I yeah. just say one thing though? Willie was not the one that wanted the fort. Yes, he did. So both Willie and his dad both wanted forts. They both wanted forts that both of their fathers did not give them. Specific. Yeah, it was like that's exactly Very what it was. Specific. Was, it's Willie, a fort gene. I say Willie's was supposed to be like a space fort. Or something. Right. Like he that. had a very big space. He also theme. said forts are in trees, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's not true, right? No. Yeah. Because we made. Forts you can make forts anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Forts. Well, tree yeah. houses are in trees, yeah. but I assumed in Canada that was. Um, no. Do you guys? <laughs> I looked on IMDb, like uh, the ratings on IMDb, to see who liked this movie the most, and I will tell you the number one, the highest rating. Are females thirty to forty-four, Oof. and males forty-five plus? <laughs> those are the two. Uh, those are the two demos that it spiked in. Wow, which is <laughs> very interesting. Now, obviously, we had an opinion about this movie, but oh. there are other people who thought uh, better. Now it is time for a second opinion. Second opinions from top to bottom. Crazy movies are fun. They're not your first, but they're gonna be a second. From the tips. Of Amazon, they come. Second opinions for everyone. Second opinions. All right, so these are five star reviews called from Amazon. Uh, here we go. This is from a cool dude. The, there weren't many five-star reviews for a movie that made $3,000. Uh, so here we go. Uh, this is the first time I ordered from Amazon.com. Received the item as described in the mail very quickly. DVD was reasonably priced. I'll be making more purchases. Five stars <laughs> for Gooby. That does not really... So the, the delivery service of Amazon five should stars, be getting the yeah. five stars, really. Um, and then this one is by B. Reed from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I rented this off of on-demand from my cable provider for my three-year-old son. Although I did not enjoy it that much, he loved it and has begged me to watch it over and over again. So six months later, and after repeatedly renting it from my cable provider, I'm breaking down to buy it for him because he won't stop begging to watch it. Five stars. Five stars for a three-year-old. For a three-year-old whose mom hates it. Uh, But I would say, too, it's not like like the— the look of Gooby, I found it to be terrifying. I found it to be terrifying. Like it's not a. There were I times. Can't imagine that kids. Yeah. Well, from behind, you know, as I said before, oh, I didn't. You're like him, obsessed. <laughs> you're obsessed with Gooby's monster butt. It's so weird. He's very playful. Well, the proportion of the head to the body too, because on the original doll, it's a big head and a small body, and then yes. on the real, when he gets big, it's a big body and a and tiny a head. head. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to just play this one clip. This is the end narration. Uh, of the boy saying goodbye to Gooby. And I, I found this to be amazing, coupled with the song, the Gooby song at the end, too, which we haven't talked about. But here's the end narration. Take a listen. Final and most important rule of having a big fuzzy orange monster? Realizing what you leave behind. What I mean is, Gooby may have gone on, but he left me with all sorts of stuff. Like, how to build a space car. The best way to go grocery shopping. And how to defeat the Hoonies. None of these things happen. How to be a friend. Oh, and he gave me something else as well. He gave me back my dad. And maybe because of that... Crabs. He gave me crabs. that when it comes to family, where we belong isn't a place. It's with each other. Oh, shit. That, by the way, that sounds like the end of a movie. He did not help him with the hoonies. Nope. He did not help him to go supermarket shopping the right way. The way of going supermarket shopping was just eating everything stealing. in the aisles. Yeah, basically stealing. stealing. Um, he didn't do any of that stuff. Um, would you guys, re- well, I think we've already covered this, but would you recommend uh, this movie? I really would not. I really would not. Uh, this was upsetting. I don't want to put you in jeopardy with Canada at all, Nathan. But Well, I'm like, I'm wondering, I mean, did... You know, the director hasn't, you know, I, I'm sure he's going to listen to this, <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure he's... 
Like, he, I mean, he, I mean you think he's a, got a Google alert for his first feature for Gooby? Is only he, I, I looked at. I just looked at IMDb. I don't think yeah. he's worked since the oh. movie. But, by the but way, he's been in the really... Canadian TV industry since eight, 1981. He created a show called Majority Rules in 2009, the same year as Gooby, but it looks like that show is canceled. Uh, Monster I, Warriors. I, I wouldn't put all of this on the director. I mean, I think there's. He wrote it too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he produced it with a magician. Here's a a very real reality. This and this is for the sake of um, our audience. If we, through very little action, the audience of how did this get made through renting this on what was it Amazon? Uh, Amazon or iTunes? It's on iTunes or iTunes. We could match. The, we could double the, it. The, we could match the amount of money this made in theaters through That's rentals fair. very easily. Yeah. We could double the amount of money this movie has made. And I will challenge our audience just, now. Just to give it back to the people of just Canada. To give it back to those <laughs> to those people and to uh and to to show that this director, writer director, deserves another shot, maybe a gooby too. <laughs> I would love a Gooby Gooby, Gooby too. too. Where are that, you? That one's a good idea. You don't think that's no. a good idea? What if? What if? Now, Nate, only eleven. You, only eleven thousand people need to rent this on iTunes to double the gross. Only eleven thousand. Now we get. <laughs> we get plenty. We, we get, get plenty of, of those people. So yeah. So, so fucking step up, everybody. And and I guess there's no way to track this. So maybe on Facebook we can put up a little thing, or on Twitter we can make a hashtag that's like I, I bought rented Gooby. It. Yeah. I rented Gooby. Yeah, I, yeah. I now that's the thing. Well, if some say, of you buy Gooby, it's even fewer people because that's like nine ninety nine. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not upset that I saw Gooby. You know that I watched it. <laughs> that, that's very I ringing endorsement. A, <laughs> could have a conversation Put, about it. There's a pull quote right there for the for the for the DVD. I am not upset that I saw Gooby. <laughs> if I <laughs> if I wasn't doing this. I would be upset <laughs> that exactly. I watched it. We uh, should uh, we should point out, by the way, the the dad is uh, this is a star. I realize why women, older women, like this. The dad is the star of Jag. That's yeah. one of my grandma's favorite TV shows. Uh, oh yeah. So I would imagine if for you Jag fanatics out there that this for is you Jag heads, <laughs> are they called the Jag offs? <laughs> um, well, that was uh, that was an experience. I was glad to share it with all of you to take you guys out. A very special uh, Gooby theme song. This plays over the end credits. Uh, Gooby does a song and dance in front of Eugene Levy um, in, a, in a junkyard that has not been established. Uh, and it is a, a big song and dance number, uh, which you don't often see in, uh, in a movie like this. It's kind of akin to Kangaroo Jack at the end. Kangaroo Jack uh, also performs and does impressions of Austin Powers. Really? So, oh, yeah. Kangaroo Jack... Is amazing because you would think that Kangaroo Jack is about a uh, talking kangaroo. Yeah, he does not talk in the movie. Oh. He only talks at the end in the credits. No. Yeah. So that's that. That's here, here awesome. is the Gooby theme. It's almost oh. like I'm playing lost and found with you. I'm nobody when I'm not hanging around with you. When you're not with me, I've got a little problem. I tend to disappear. I'm so full of doubts. And a big thanks to everyone who makes this show possible. Our engineer, Sam. Uh, our clip puller, Avril Halley. Um, uh, also, Nate Kiley does all of our researching. And uh, Leanna Waldron, who just uh, kills it on all of the graphic designs. And, of course... Katie Dyer, who does all of our social media. Thank you, guys. Without you, the show would be nothing. We will see you next time. But until then, follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. And follow me, at Paul Shear on Twitter. Bye-bye. Imagine a beautiful afternoon. The sun is shining and you get to enjoy it all because you just sat down on your John Deere mower. The smooth ride lets you escape into your yard. Intuitive controls make you feel like you're one with the machine. And with attachments for every season, you can enjoy it all year long. We could keep trying to put you in the moment, but to really understand what it's like to drive a John Deere mower, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Look around. 
You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.